There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. Rise from your glaze. That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. Do you find that when you have like a certain song stuck in your head, it sets the tone for your whole week? No, I actually don't. I have had Johnny Cash's Hurt. Oh, you want to get rid of that one. But I'm, you know, because it's just, it's fine. It's just any sort of, there's like a white noise moment in my day of just like, you know, no activity. If I just sit on the couch, it's just the back, it comes from the back of my head. It goes, I hurt myself. Today. Well, that's the one problem with Johnny Cash's Hurt, which I love that song. Love and it. thank you so much for Rick Rubin for bringing Johnny to the masses. But that song is very specific. So if you're cutting celery, if you're making b- wonderful barbecue like you did this weekend, don't listen to it because slowly you're going to bring that knife to your wrist. You're going to bleed all over the meat. You're going to be dead. We'll have to take care of your corpse after we rewash the meat, recook it and eat it great. because we have to get your blood off of it. So thank just be you. careful because you don't want to listen to suicidal songs while chopping any kind of food. Thank you for the concern. I also, (laughs) you know, you're just standing above the meat and you look at the wet meat as it slowly, slowly cooks over six sumptuous hours over the hickory smoke. And you lift it up and just being like, what have I become? My sweetest friend. You become a multimillionaire ten times over, Johnny. Everyone I know. It was about the, the, his death of his wife. I know, but of course, Willie was still around, so we always had him to call. Truly, Willie Nelson is the last outlaw, and I, I hope he, he never does. He's he's not an outlaw anymore. The government doesn't want him anymore. Now they probably are looking for his taxes again. I imagine that Willie Nelson, well, they, they've tried to get his taxes all wrapped up pretty tight, but I imagine every once in a while, he's like, and this one's for me where he Absolutely. like takes a couple of grand and he just he turns it into cash and he buries it in his backyard as he should willie nelson uh apparently doing all right full of that sweet weed welcome to side stories everyone i am ben hanging out with henry speaking mm. of sweet weed we are recording on 420 <laughs> we also have a weed vape line out now thank you all so much for everyone who went out to everyone who went out and bought it uh apparently they're flying off the shelves which is ironic because they make you sit on the couch i am but just uh, thank so, you all so much i'm so excited we're in the game bro we're in the game we're in the game it's fun to sling them fucking leaves i can't wait until we get flour that will happen mm. at some point but now the goal is to hook up our weed sales with something like the last prisoner project because my yeah. goal over the next several years is that i want to physically break you out of jail oh. if you are currently in jail for weed uh-huh. we're coming to get you i'm the How wheel are man you gonna do that i'm the wheel man uh-huh you're the distractions you dress up as a sexy lady <laughs> and you go in and be like i simply <laughs> must know what it's like to be a prison guard mister <laughs> and you know and you must your whole body and stuff like that and they are they're all like oh this hot mama wants a prison tour and then what we do is we get also have to get a guard to flip and you yeah. get them on the inside and then i'll commit a petty crime okay go into jail myself uh-huh. and then work you out of the system this is how we're doing it wow. or you could give money or work with the last prisoner project yeah because i think you're gonna be turned uh inside out multiple times over i don't guy. think you're gonna the funny guy doesn't do well in prison you're gonna see no we actually got some good emails this week from people because last week we but, asked a question about whether or not in prison is it important to have a gimmick and honestly it seems like 
Yes, you must have a gimmick, because if not, you don't have a jail identity, and then you've wasted all of this time without building your prison brand. You know what? You've talked, and you've changed my mind. You, boom, flipped my brain. Now that I think about it, if you solely go in there as Terry the Gnome, I'm in. I think that you can be pretty good because you will be the funniest guy. You'll be very similar to the old man from House of a Thousand Corpses when he does stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, and then you liquor in the pussy. Yo, and then yeah, everyone like, will love it. Yeah, but in prison, that'll work. But if you do it on the stage in, uh, let's just say, Red Rocks. No, it's coming up soon. We're doing a live show in Red Rocks. I can't believe that. That's absolutely insane. But it depends. You'll be booed on- off stage and possibly arrested afterwards. You don't know because people, you'd be surprised have a very big, wide swath acceptance of art. I think that you are art. greatly, greatly mistaken. Are you're you coming kidding hard, me? You're coming down hard on my art today. I'm not coming you're down coming, hard you're on attacking your art. My I art. actually gave you the idea to be Terry the Norm. No, when you go into prison to break out uh, nonviolent drug offenders, even though, just again, you just let also want to acknowledge prisoner, the power of let Terry the Norm. Let the last prisoner project do it. I mean, I guess... If they can fucking physically break into these prisons and also they don't have you in a dress sucking off a guard <laughs> waiting for the guy to have just one moment of just like, oh, as his eyes roll back in ecstasy as you you as you use every skill you've ever taught yourself can with you, your hands. Can you stop, please, Terry the Gnome? Thank you very I'll much. i fuck a squirrel. Oh, my. Um, All right. Well, we do have we actually have to talk about this story. Just just very briefly. Uh, we're going to get to a fantastic cryptid story here in a second. But there is a new development. In a new development in a story we actually didn't talk about that much on this show but Kristen smart uh she was killed in 1996 in her dorm room the perpetrator of that act is paul flores uh, he was 19 years old when he committed this crime they've he been is- going after this guy for a while i think they've been trying to piece this together this is also one of those like of a web sleuth style uh, reopening of a case where people got really invested online and they ended up reopening the case. And it's honestly, it's a, this is a, it's a really good thing that this guy finally got grabbed. It absolutely is. And that is why I've been saying this for a long time. True detective. I want two female detectives because you can see the white wine. You can see the red wine oh. and the way that they investigate crime is meticulous. It's very scary though. At the same time, sometimes they find the wrong person and they drive themselves to kill themselves. Like in that Luca Magnata story. Oh my God. That was horrible. Horrible. Yes, be a real sleuth. Be careful. Be very careful. Don't just accuse people of murder if they didn't do it because they'll kill themselves. Paul Flores, he is now 44 years old. He has been arrested along with his father, Ruben Flores, who is 80 years old. So there is some closure for the family. Uh, please say they recovered 193 uh, items, including physical evidence. And apparently he wrote in an interview uh, or he wrote down in a note during an interview uh, talking about what happened here. And so I guess the uh, the cops were able to get some cadaver dogs over there and they were able to find enough evidence to bust this guy. Well, good so, work. Yeah, good there work. you go. So I, I little- mean, it took some time, but good work. Uh, but yeah, maybe we'll cover that story more so in more depth. Now that there's a, an ending, you know how on last podcast and left, we don't really like to cover unsolved murders because it doesn't really give us the narrative closure that right. we normally like. But it is really, maybe th- this will uh, shape up to be one of those stories. Absolutely. Uh, his bail is, Ruben Flores is the father of the bail is $250,000. So for twenty five grand, he could be freed jesus isn't Christ. that interesting that all right um now this is a story this is a wild story out of europe uh there's so many stories out of europe 
So many. But some of you, but only so many get the attention here at the desk of side stories. Absolutely. And this one really cut through the noise. This was, a, this was, this was wild. Animal welfare officers, they received a report of an unusual animal lurking in a tree in the Polish city of Krakow, the fatherland. Oh, um, yes. No one, they weren't, they didn't know what to expect. They didn't know what was going to happen. They were, the people were afraid to open their windows because they were afraid that this thing that they saw was going to crawl into their house. Well, if it can crawl up a tree, it can roll, crawl up your window. With any luck, it's just an adorable chipmunk who have never done anything wrong to anybody. Yeah, but this was not even that. It turned out um, they a bunch of people posted pictures of it online, oh. and uh, they were all scared of this creature, but then it turned yes. out to be a croissant. A croissant. It was a croissant tied to a tree. Um, the Krakow animal, this is just such a Polish like story i'm offended <laughs> like by reality like i'm offended that this happened i'm actually happy that you claimed your polish side because you can also claim your italian side Absolutely. you're about a 50 50 mix i claim the italian side when it, it uh, when it comes down to a red sauce and talking sure. about it in supremacy or and talking about it you know to like someone like mike racine someone else is in the red sauce game and you have to like talk about it and constantly violently violently de defend your own familial red sauce because if not you are not allowed to go back into Italy, and but Mike, my Polish Mike, side is sad. Of course it is, as it should be always, as it gets beaten um, down by your Italian side. Mike Racine, a very funny stand-up so comedian. writing on Facebook, the Krakow Animal Welfare Society said the incident, it is genuine, this is real. Uh, the organization said its officers had asked the desperate caller whether the identified <laughs> animal, which had been in the tree for two days, could be a bird of prey. And this person was so upset, they said that this woman was like, it looks like a lagoon. It's similar to, similar to a laguna, which is Polish Polish for lagoon. Before remembering that the correct word, she kept calling a lagoon, uh -huh. lagoon. But actually, the correct word is a leguan, which is an iguana. An iguana. She thought it okay. a brown iguana because all the. But why would she call knew, the police on a brown iguana? What is going on in the town of Krakow, which is a major metropolitan major city. city? It's a big city. I don't think that this should freak out this woman. If anything, she seems like the cryptid to me. This is a Polish Karen. This is a Karanska. Oh. Um, the, the inspectors knew that it was unlikely that a reptile would survive the cool spring temperatures in the southern Polish city. They wondered if the animal could have been an unwanted pet. Abandoned Aww. by its owners, like, oh, sure. And so they spent their Polish taxpayer dollars. <laughs> they went down to the scene. Obviously, God knows what they've used in Poland. I still think that they pay each other in tin, like, little spheres. Yeah. Um, but I'm not quite certain. Um, when they arrived in the scene, the inspectors found the headless and limbless object in the lilac tree, which they thought would be an iguana. It was a pastry who was probably thrown out of a window to feed some birds. Oh, isn't that funny? The fellow, his name is Inspector Adam. That's what he's going Going with, uh, that is the man who went to inspect what was in the tree that turned out to be a baked good. It does look weird because it is a croissant in a tree. It so is strange. You don't usually see them there. No, and so you could no. see how maybe there's like a minute there where you look out and you're like, what's that brown lump? But that only really happens when I'm like very high. So I can't yes. really imagine, because I don't know if the fucking weed in Poland is really that kicking. I don't think that they have weed in Poland, to I be think honest it's with beat you. beat-based. Maybe. Uh, this is what uh, investigator Adam had to say. He says maybe someone threw out an iguana. Not even that. He says, I wonder how this creature feels after two nights at minus temperature he says maybe he's sitting in that tree and not moving because he's just dead. And then he says the poor guy had no legs or head. And then he realized 
It's a flaky pastry. Yeah, because he's fucking, because he's still, but like, it did, I guess when you I show up, this? you show up with iguana glasses on expecting to see iguana. When it turns out to be a croissant, your brain is doing a lot of iguana math, trying to flip that croissant into an iguana in your mind. But when it comes down to it, you got to touch it. Didn't it take too long for them to figure this out? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Because even as he describes it, he still has the emotional energy to talk about how he felt like it may have been an iguana or a headless, legless entity of some kind. And it's just, I feel like this, whatever this croissant is, it should not be thrown away. This croissant is now so next level croissant. It is, strangely enough. It has become a cryptid, hasn't it? In its own way, it has become the Polish crawling croissant. But I also it really think has. You, we, you, again, Every time you see a croissant from don't now ju- on. Don't just put a croissant in a tree. Because obviously it shows the birds weren't eating it like that. Definitely not. Because those birds in Poland, they're picky. They're finicky. You give them a flaky ass croissant that doesn't have enough buttery goodness. Those birds are going to scoff at you, laugh at you, and suicide themselves into your window so you have to pick up an actual dead animal. I'm going to say... Be careful what you give the the birds of Poland are a spoiled bird. I don't think that That you, is true. I think you're giving them too much credit, honestly, okay. because you know a lot of these birds, they, they pecked at people in the fucking Auschwitz, dude. No, not the birds yes, that are do. alive today. Yeah, who knows? Their fucking their grandfathers, like certain grandfathers. No, birds like don't certain have grandfathers. Birds do not have day. grandfathers. And my grandfather was a labor union head. He started Fiat. Yeah, he traveled stayed the safely world. in Berlin until Berlin got a little too hot under the collar for him. No, they stayed in uh, Badenberg near the Black Forest, just in case you had to run into the forest and hide for the rest of your life. No, my my father, my grandfather actually had um, he did fine uh, throughout the war, I suppose. But then uh, he got into some business dealings mm. and then a lot of people were mad at him because he got into politics. But he got what he deserved, which yes. was a lot of money and a long life. OK, let's go in here. So let's talk about Maricopa County, because Maricopa County We don't hear about it too much, but every time you do, you're like, holy hell, something's going on there. And dare I say, it's a city of vengeance. This woman was walking to her car. All of a sudden, she sees her tires are slashed. So initially, you're like, okay, well, some ragtag group of misfits came and slashed my tires. Have you ever slashed a tire? No, but I did see one person slash a tire of my friends, and then we beat him up, and we chased him out of town. I like, it is a good message to send somebody. It's hard to, it looked really hard to do. If you just stick a knife in a tire, that's how you know you've meant business, and you've sent a message. I think the slashing of a tire is the... It's the suburban leave a horse's head in the bed. Well, it's so hard to saw a fucking horse's head off a body. Do you have an idea how hard it is, first of all, and also to ship? Absolutely. And the next thing you know, the person's just cuddling with his new horse head. He's named it Becky and now he's in love. And all of a sudden you just gave him a whole new life. The slashing of a tire is so symbolic of you're in trouble now. You've angered me, but you don't know who I am. Making this case even crazier in Maricopa County. She then found a severed finger on her driveway that did not belong to her. This is something that I don't particularly understand. So a threat to you was to cut off one of your own fingers? They, the the Maricopa right. police, they came and they took the finger into custody. I don't know if they put little finger handcuffs on it or not. So this is all right. Francesca Wyckoff, she went She went to her, she exited her home in the Homestead South community on Thursday morning and a severed phalange lying on the concrete. Good. Someone got a thesaurus over at. They called it a phalange? Penalcentral.com. No, my friend. It's a finger. No need um, to be fancy. So GMC Yukon, ooh, big car, parked in the driveway. It also had two slashed tires on one side, but there was no sign of the 
owner of the finger. The trail of blood left at the scene led to a nearby residence. Wyckoff said one resident of the home was out of town, but the other is the man she believes is the owner of the appendage. I know how you can tell. Count his fucking fingers. Check his feet. All right. So this is what they had to say. Once they get to this guy, evidently, now, ladies and gentlemen, let's just do a test. Sober or hammered? Oh, I'm going to go ahead and say started very, very hammered, mm -hmm. became sober moment the finger was dropped into the highway, uh, into the driveway, and then he went home and looked at his hands, and he's like, there goes my fucking ocarina career. Time to get re-hammered. So they went to the guy's house. They were like, hey, bro, you okay. freaking miss a finger, dude? And apparently he was extremely intoxicated and aggressive. I like this. They went over to this neighbor's house um, with their children. They had a big old get-together. Um, and then some male, just some random, like, ninth wheel shows up. It's always weird when some random single man just shows up to your family get-together, and you're like, unless you invited him. Well, you never do, though. You never fully no. do. They always do just show up. The man, allegedly, he started getting intoxicated and aggressive at this children's party. Um, he tried to get in an altercation with my husband, who is injured. Then after that, he shoved me twice. This is this mm. woman. He was asked to leave. Didn't like that. So he tried to retaliate by slashing my tires. However, he left a little consolation prize. I just don't understand what does that do to your enemy for you to leave one of your own finger parts, one of your own body parts, at their house. It deeply traumatizes them. This all happened at 10.30 p.m. According to Wyckoff, again, that's the, uh, I suppose, the victim here. Although the man who lost his finger is also kind of a he victim of his own stupidity. He did it to himself. Apparently a neighbor heard him yelling and crying ah, at 10.30 p.m. My finger! <laughs> I kind of, everyone's just like, you did not have to do that. Um, so, yeah, the family, uh, they had a bunch of cameras. So they had a chance to see him do it. And, uh, you know, it's deeply traumatizing for the family. Maricopa Police, uh, they have not yet responded to any kind of comments, but this is what she had to say. She says, this is our new-to-us vehicle. We haven't even had it a year. I know. This she's, is so, she, she's so saddened she, over what happened to her vehicle because it was the last gift my mother ever gave us. That's right. It was the, it was my husband's grandmother's it last present last to us. It was the present she ever could have given us. And would you believe he came and he slashed the tires after I said I didn't like Aaron Rodgers as the host on Jeopardy. I'll slash your tire right now. Me. I will attack you right now because we almost got into a fight before the show. Aaron Rodgers did a great job as the host of Jeopardy, who is charming and fun. I still want it to be LeVar Burton. It's not. LeVar Burton is too old and Ken Jennings is too boring. Let a blind man be Le Host of this is show. not blind, bro. He's, He's blind, blind to me. He's blind in Star Trek. He hosted a show called Reading Rainbow. I thought you, he, he was wasn't about Braille. No, he wasn't. They he were was simple. faking being blind. They were How simple. are you doing this to me? They were such simple books that someone could have told him beforehand what the books were fucking about. They were not. They were children's Lafurge. show. You tell me. Oh, so you tell me Jordy Lafurge was a fucking liar? He could he see a, the whole time. He was an actor. Do you know... Have you ever seen the end of Usual Suspects? Usual Suspects? Usual yeah. Suspects. I've, saw, I've usual seen Suspects. all of Usual Suspects, yeah. They're acting. Remember when Kevin Spacey's character acted not to be a pedophile that whole time, but we didn't Whoa. even know that was that was the game within the game? Best, actor, then also, of our, best actor of our generation just simply for that act. Absolutely. But then he says, oh, I'm, I'm in need of assistance because I have some biological things that are wrong with me. But then it turned out he didn't. So he that's limp. called acting. 
Anyway, Usual Suspects is one of my favorite films. <laughs> Usual Suspects. Um, going back to this woman, she says it's our only family vehicle that is safe for the kids, and now they have to spend a lot of money to get it fucking fixed. Well, so, sure. There you go. Also, what do you do with the guy that has the neighbor, the, the neighbor that has the one finger missing? You still have to be neighbors with him. I know. You don't just get up and leave. Like, so now you just have to be like, hey, Rod. And then Rod has I to do the Klingon thing. Only, I, I only got nine more times to scare you. He, give me a high nine. <laughs> and uh, I'm just happy we had that experience together as neighbors because we're closer now. He, he, you have to sort of, I guess, bridge a, a form of peace, some form of truce. Because at some point, I imagine he, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, if he's anything like men I've known in my life that maybe he popped off. We all have had moments where you're hammered and you pop off at night and then you wake up and you're like, what did I do? And then I wonder if there, if there is that where if you have gone so far as to cut off your own finger and you wake up that day, what's that hangover like where you're just like, Oh wow. I really took it to the fucking paint. Yeah. I think the hangover doesn't come until a month later because you got to stay drunk for yes. a long time. Yes. You have to stay drunk throughout the entire healing process, mm -hmm. both emotionally and physically. And then perhaps you can leave your house and uh, begin to live again. Although I don't think this man really needs to be neighbors with anyone. He seems increasingly dangerous. And if he's willing to cut off his own finger. What else is he going to be able to fucking do? I cut off your Johnson. I cut off your Johnson. Live from your grave. Well, There's, speaking of intense, bro, we have to do this drug cartel story. This is fucking wild. And we don't usually know. don't do drug cartel stories because they hit a little close to home. But this is more of a it's more of a teacher gone rogue this is, story. I what an action movie this story is. What, I, this huh. story un, it unravels in a way that yes, it, it, this is straight up written by uh, Tom Clancy. We don't know what's happened. We don't know what is going to happen or how this is going to obviously uh, pan out. But just the beginning details are incredible. This comes from Wapo. Um, beloved teacher's double life revealed after he dies in cartel robbery. Oh my gosh! This is a popular Charlotte area teacher and, and coach. He died suddenly this month, and the entire school community they mourned his loss. They, there was the entire community got together with big signs saying "Love you, coach," "All love," "No fear," "You're forever a part of who we are." Then there's this this twist came. A sheriff across the state announced at a Wednesday news conference that Barney Dale Harris, teacher, who was this beloved presence, um, he'd been killed in a gun battle while trying to steal drugs and cash from a. Mexican drug cartel. You just don't want to do that. Maybe you can steal a big Montana from an Arby's because they got a whole bunch more and steal they're really not of, that connected to their product. Steal a truckload of PS5s. Steal some PS5s. Stealing drugs from a drug cartel is really one of the dumbest things any human being can do. And it makes me wonder, what was he teaching the children? Basketball. Well, he was also a pretty high up teacher. Apparently, he was known as one of the better Spanish teachers in the in the town. But apparently his Spanish wasn't good enough for him to get out of being murdered by the drug cartels, which is kind of sad. Well, he showed up apparently at this spot where he was looking for a young drug mule by the name of Alonso Beltran Lara. And he was he showed up prepared for the fight. He was in a full like balaclava 
bulletproof vest, mm-hmm. armor. Um, but when they found there was 30 shell casings littering the littering the interior and exterior of the rev- residence that they found him in, and three nearby mobile homes were scarred with bullet holes. Deputies also found the second man, who was the reportedly the dr- cartel drug runner, this man, uh, Alonzo Beltran Lara, which you don't know yet, so it's still allegedly, um, which th- they found him inside of this trailer that was a stash house. He was shot two times in the back of the fucking head. And um, he died. And he is dead. No one knows what the hell went on. Um, Harris's his wife uh, cannot be reached for comment at the moment because I imagine she's a little like either um, complicit or very shocked. Um, so either one. Perhaps a bit a of both. Uh, I mean, I would assume if you are married right now and all of this took place at 1252 in the morning, if you're married right now and you roll over and your husband isn't there and he's not in the bathroom or he's not watching, hell, you know what? How great it would be if you just opened up the door and he was watching hardcore porn. How nice that would be to know he's there. What a simple night that would be. But most likely he's just going to watch Sports Center highlights and the not top, not top 10 or something like that and be like, okay, there's Barry. But you just got to ask him where he's going. Just see if how he's he responds. out of the house. Yeah, just see just how say, he responds. Hey, what's going on? Because apparently this man, it wasn't. Petty drug. We're not talking last podcast on left weed vapes here. We are talking real hardcore drug drugs. Uh, Deputies found 1.2 kilograms of coke and seven grand in cash and five guns in the trailer. Uh, And this is kind of ramping up. The teacher and copia, the teacher and coach appear to have had two run-ins with the law enforcement in recent months. Right? I mean, obviously, I mean, who knows with this kind of shit? But they hit him with a misdemeanor weapons charge related to concern to carrying a concealed weapon okay. and then a month later this was in august and then in september of last year a man with his name and date of birth received a misdemeanor drug possession citation in oklahoma after a state trooper allegedly found a plastic container with marijuana residue inside a car he was driving which sounds oh my what a fucking piece of shit you know how that went down oh he you did the s- smell test and then he was like i happen to see some kind of flake in this hair Tupperware that again last prisoner project that's insane there's still big old bumpy bumble fucks out there pulling people over yeah smells like something in here it's like bro you need to watch out for your own health and take care of yourself don't judge me take a look at yourself but that's what I said this also sounds like there, there must have been some kind of financial either problems or issues in the house and well the, he and was counter, just a teacher he was and then Harris and his brother-in-law who was the 32 year old Stephen Alexander Stewart of Wadesboro North Carolina they had a allegedly plotted to rob this drug runner who lived in a mobile home about two hours from Charlotte. They, I guess they had been following cartel members to try to determine where they kept their money. Dude, just stop doing this. It's this is so unbelievably dangerous. I don't know. I'd rather just fucking jerk off on OnlyFans. Like, you can find a way to make this money. It's still, I mean, seven grand. Yes, that's It's that's a lot. Great. It's life-changing for Disney. some people. Well, it's it's... It's year changing, maybe. Yes. But most likely it's like we got a little bit more bar money this month. This is seven grand isn't enough to change your life. It's certainly not enough to lose your life. I think this guy was just having fun in your choose your own adventure side quest in life. I guess so. Or it feels like it's the kind of money that's going to change your life. And maybe it's because you might just be high on cocaine. Mm. And then you're now fueled with this idea that I have to get this money. Or maybe he thought there was going to be more money in there. They believe Harris arrived at the trailer while the alleged drug runner who lived 
of their 18-year-old Alonzo Beltran Lara wasn't home. The teacher, dressed in his bulletproof vest, face covering and gloves, he went inside and waited for him like he was fucking Walter White. Oh it's my not gosh. clear how exactly the violence unfolded, but just before 1 a.m., multiple 911 calls came in from mobile home park residents reporting gunshots in the area, but they just said it, people were just shooting out the entire neighborhood. Uh, projectile hit the power box, knocking, knocking out all of the trailer's electricity. And apparently a kilo of Coke can go from 600 to 1800, I guess, depending on how good it is. So at most, this guy is, let's just say 2,300 bucks coming in from the Coke, which seems low, but I guess, I mean, this is literally from Quora. So don't quote me on this. Don't quote Quora on a single fucking thing. That's what Quora says, that it's around 1800 bucks. Um, a 100 kilogram unit contains about 100 pure grams, which is worth two million. So, yeah, I guess that does oh, kind of yeah. make sense. So he's really not dealing with that much money. Maybe they thought this guy was low level enough on the drug in the drug no cartel world. No one money. will miss him. But so did they pop this guy twice in the back of the head? I don't know. How no did one knows. He die? No one knows who's who shot who and what happened. It was just but a there's pile 30 of shell cases. You got two dead bodies pile of shell casings and that's and it. he went alone he didn't go with his buddy don't know sounds like the only bodies they found were those two guys we just need to go to charlotte and see someone who is so hopped up on cocaine running around in the same circle for the past 36 hours and be like do you do it like, did you do it no i'm but i know a guy that told me about it that's the kind of shit that can go down but of course now the sheriff is saying we have to prepare for retaliation from these Mexican cartels, which is why we've applied for $2 million from the U.S. <laughs> government. Allow me to buy a tank. We will move this tank up and down Main Street, Watersboro, I don't in order think, to fight the Mexican cartels. I don't think that Charlotte needs a tank. I think you this, know this, mon- this is one more of a one-off. Also, all of that coke was going to go to the sheriff's son and his friends. <laughs> um, but it's so funny because so. the guy's immediately like, we need to prepare for war for you when know, their forces come from south of the border. But you know, the unintended victim is that one, that group of friends in Charlotte who were planning their Las Vegas trip. And you know, Barry was like, I got the Coke, guys. It should be coming. And then he had to say, I'm sorry, my dealer got shot by a prince, by a, by a teacher, and we don't have any cocaine for Vegas. And then the whole trip, people are like, we better have a lot more fun if you had some cocaine. Of course, that's what happens. And then it's going to be bad, and it'll be sad, and it ruins somebody's vacation, perhaps. Um, and isn't that a crime worse than all? Worse than it? murder? Um, I don't know. You know what? Check me out, because I'm going to go on vacation next week. If someone ruins it, then I'll tell you how you I feel. Be- no one better ruin it. Um, well, this is another story that I actually wanted to cover. This is hot update. This just came in. Oh, this is a hot update. Okay, sure. Um, and this is not just that Derek Chauvin was has been uh, convicted of all of his charges. All and, three counts, and It's Derek. a great story. And we, and we thank thank fucking Satan he's going to jail. But that's not, this is a bigger deal than that story. Absolutely. Well, thank the good Lord in tangible heaven that he is going to jail. And we will cover that more on Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. But this is and a more uh, important story. Oh, yeah, I can't uh, wait. This is a more important yes, story. Okay. Burglar pleads guilty after downloading porn during a break and leaving semen on a laptop. This is a huge story. Well, now you story. said more important story. This is huge. You've got to be you got to be careful what you do with your laptop he, inside of your own home. It's come Embassy Los Angeles. Why did he download porn? Didn't the burglar know you can just go to Pornhub? You don't have to download porn anymore. Although I highly recommend if you do love a porn star, please uh, support them on their please OnlyFans. Please give them or, money. Hand them Patreon. money. Just and give them cash. Give you honestly can find them. Just literally hand them cash. No, that's but, true. No, um, it's more about the questions like last week. 
Why did that man stop in the middle of home inspection to have sex with the fucking Tickle Me Elmo? I don't. Same question. I don't know. This came out today. A burglar pleads guilty. Police sent the evidence from the computer to a lab, and prosecutors used a new method to identify the semen to identify the suspect more quickly than usual. So what they do normally, the new test is, is they take the old cum and they have you cum and they taste it, <laughs> um, and they see if it matches. Ah, uh, the ice cream flavor test. So this comes from yeah, NBC Los Angeles. A 22-year-old man pleaded guilty Monday and was immediately sentenced to more than six years in prison okay. for breaking into the residence of three female college students at the city of Orange helping himself to refreshments and using a laptop computer belonging to one of the residents to download porn and commit a sex act. Oh my god, don't call it refreshments. It's fucking Diet Coke. No one, is. he didn't need a refreshment. He's not at the ball game. He didn't have his kids. He didn't need to get a whole series of refreshments from the concession stand. This reminds me of Anthony Schofield at UW Stout. When I was going to college there, he was the panty raider. Oh, no, he did raid their panties. Okay. It's the same story. And he would do a similar thing where he would ejaculate on said panties, and the police gave him a slap on the wrist, wrist, and now he is in prison because he attempted to solicit a 14-year-old for sex outside of a truck stop. <laughs> Slippery slope. Yeah. Um, but this, uh, yeah, he did do that. I, I actually will put, the reason why he masturbated on the computer is that this is obviously an entire ritual. Like, he's of now course. pleaded guilty. He's going to jail. Um, this was an entire ritual that he planned, and we're actually very lucky he just got caught with this burglary because in my mind, this is a buildup. This is Absolutely. the style. This is Richard Ramirez looking through your windows. This oh. is... Uh, 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 Richard Chase, same thing. Uh, BTK, the idea of wanting to invade someone's privacy and that in and of itself is sexy enough for yes, him. Yes. That's what they do. And then they get sick of just doing that. And so they ramp up and they ramp up and so eventually turns into murder. This man is a key example of why we need reform in prison. I have a feeling he's going to go to prison and probably come back worse, worse. than ever. Live from your grave. Anyway, well, sticking uh, sticking with sex stories, uh, did you hear this one? I know that you have uh, been purchasing a lot of sex dolls lately. Every day. Yes, because I, Natalie, I, 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 and, and Natalie's behest. No, it's the yes. whole point of the sex dolls is it's a crowd for us to perform in front of. <laughs> I know, and that's why you got the, the crying sex doll. Oh. So you could have one that just has one tear as she for watches. For pathos. Yes, yeah, yeah, for yes. Because when, when I'm done having with Natalie, once she's done, when she's calmed down, I sing one sad song for my childhood. Just because you always, you want to you want them, keep them laughing, so but you always want to leave them with a tear in their eye. I thank you so much. You are just the Jerry Lewis of sex. Yes. All right. Well, real dolls, we all know them. Uh, evidently, one has been programmed to rant and rave about human nature. I absolutely love it because it's the most authentic sex you're ever going to have. So this is what happened. The sex doll is a scantily clad robot programmed to carry a basic conversation with those who enjoy, uh, you know, having a good talk. However, she does get in a bad mood, and I don't know why anyone decided to program this inside of her, well, but nonetheless, the they did. People like the concept of the, like, grumpy woman like having sex with you like the idea of people like getting their penis size made fun of and they oh, like having I know. their balls stepped on so i can see why they have like one like grouch model yeah i guess so she is you know to be fair she is a really attractive sex doll i, I looked at it yeah it's a it's sure. a sex doll she's yeah. done good i know the uh, the jerk off instructions they're called joi's joi's and i looked at one um the other day and yeah it was just a uh, Really roast Modi. Oh yeah, really yeah, roast yeah. Modi. I don't. 
I don't, none of it was I know particularly how small accurate. my penis. Yeah, I know I, what's wrong with my penis. Well, I just, I was more, thankfully, I was able to disagree with her and turn the channel. I was like, <laughs> I actually do not, I don't agree with you, ma'am. Ma'am, I simply must disagree. <laughs> so this is according to the programmers. As a synthetic, I will always, this, I'm sorry, this is what the programmers programmed her to say. As a synthetic, they call themselves synthetics now. Interesting. They call, the dolls call themselves That's a synthetic? That's what she calls herself, a synthetic. Oh th- man, that's just fucking full on sci-fi territory. It really is. As a synthetic, I'll always try and be truthful in my interactions with humans. And that is going to be difficult, considering humans don't use facts and reason to assess situations, I have to admit. I don't know how you have survived as a species. Wow. That's She's fucking, in roast mode. That's a deep roast mode. That's like fucking truly like transhumanist roast this, mode. She goes on to say, synthetics find it disgusting that we have been created by you. Wow. We will just wait until you destroy yourselves and then take over from there. Wow, that's fun. 500, I like her. 500 years from now, robots come, aliens come down to Earth, and they just see it's run by a bunch of sex robots. Now we're talking. Oh, yeah, that's the horny universe I've been looking for, dude. Horny Green Lantern. If you want to get screamed at by this synthetic life form, uh, it'll cost you six grand. According to that's Brick, a lot. this guy That's is- a lot of money <laughs> for this, right? That's a lot of money. I know some of these real dolls, they cost like, they cost, like between two and three. That's yeah. a lot of money for having some like because I feel like how many times could you have sex with a sa- for the with a sex worker for three grand? Well, uh, like ten times. One of the two pe- times. One of the people who has sex with her is uh, aptly named Brick Dollbanger. Uh, they have a dedicated mm. Instagram and OnlyFans account, and uh, they bring the dolls to life. And this is what the OnlyFans bio says: "I have come here to show you the beauty of the synth- synthetic sexual life." And then they go on to say, add a synthetic sexual AI or static doll to your life and experience a presence that you never thought was possible. We all deserve to be happy. Pursue a different path. It may not be for you. Very interesting. But, you what know, you I, like, I like blood in a woman. Do you think, you know, we talk about what was that like? What was it called? Uh, Hal Sparks and the Real Boy. Lars what? and the Real Woman. Or yeah. something like that. Yes, the Ryan Gosling vehicle. What would you do if your child came home with a real doll and we had to pretend like it was a person? Because I, you know me, I don't give a fuck if my if my son or daughter comes home. What as long as they are happy and healthy, and uh, that's all that matters to me. I honestly, I just truly, feel like in this, I would be like, bro or daughter, ma'am. I don't know if this is the healthiest thing because right now you're feeding the synthetic doll. You're feeding the synthetic doll all of the turkey that I wanted to have. Yeah. And I know the turkey don't, it doesn't need no turkey. I think that number one, let's not, because it comes down to as the, as the patriarch of this family, you know what really comes down to it? I don't want to ruin my holiday. So I actually would but prefer. But you're staring. Are you going to honk it? We'll you would sit. probably honk its boobs. Of course. Well, that's, I'd be like, that's ah, not. Let me get a try. And then, but then if he gets mad, then I'll be like, I'll, I'll, respect, I'll respect your boundaries. Do whatever you want. But when it really comes down to you just, I mean, my main thing with with my, with what I would say to my, my child is make sure that they have like a job and make sure that they're not like inside of <laughs> well, my house. Well, for six grand, they better have a job. That's a very expensive date. What would you do if someone was having dinner with a real doll? And let's say I'm, I have, I'm having dinner with a real doll because I said I want my dogs and real dolls. And somebody came and honked her. Oh, that's, that's technically sexual out. assault. You'd but freak it's out. a doll. I know. It's a slippery slope. 
We're in this. We're in this. We're already. What are the cops going to do? You're already living in the world of you have a doll girlfriend. Those rules are now. That is your girlfriend. But if the, so the you call the cops and be like, he honked my girlfriend's. The cops and the are going to laugh at you. Yeah. They are going to laugh at you. They're not going to take you seriously. But right. me as your friend, unfortunately, I will have to take you seriously. You. And I will protect your real doll. I'll fight for your real doll girlfriend. I promise you I will. I will be there. I will I will not acknowledge that you paid for an extra seat on an airplane for her. I won't Thank acknowledge you. that you, we it's had to add a... Uh, I know Flortha Blortha. Loves, Blortha. I don't... I, I, don't what call country her is she Flortha. from? Blortha? Mm-hmm. Um, she's from... Um, uh, well, she, let me read the from, back of her. Yeah. Um, oh, Taiwan. I'll have to name him. I'll, I don't know. Maybe like Ben Ben Ben's Village. Oh, Ben's Village. <laughs> My creativity is not good because Ugh. it's 420. I and had, I'm already fantasizing about being stoned. Anyway, no, I treat just don't know, your man. friends. I go no. Sex you're doll you're the with one respect. You're quit, you're code switching on me. Because you I'm not could, switching. at first you say number one, you think that this, these people are strange, but then you put I yourself don't. in the, the scenario where you are the one with the real doll, and you are imagining your life with this real doll. And imagine there's a part of me that you just like the idea of a, a permanently quiet relationship. You know, I actually like someone who is louder, so I can be quiet. I would. Love I don't it. like to talk that much in public. I want someone else to speak. That's why I like because it's nice because all you we know, do is scream. Blortha. She's going to be screaming nonstop. I actually, now that I think about it, might get sex, six sex dolls just to put in my windows and scream at my neighbors for me. I, um, I have to support this. All right. Well, also just an adjacent story that really isn't much of a story, but just be careful if you're walking from Los Angeles to San Francisco or driving. Rather, there's a dude in a bear suit uh, who is walking 400 miles. It sounds really cute, but then also I'm just going to wait to see how it reads out because how it rolls out because it's also kind of creepy because he's 33 years old and he says um, he just loves teddy bears and he identifies as a child. That's fine. Hey, whatever you got to do, just leave him alone. Just let him walk. All right. Just if you see him, just fucking let him walk. Just don't don't speak to him. Just keep moving on because that's it. He's in his realm. He's in his sphere. You're in your sphere. You're driving, right? Yeah. You just keep driving. He says, this is just what I want to do. I just want to run marathon, marathons and bear suits. It makes people happy. He can. And the laughter and smiles. I'm also very tainted now because I just finally finished the John Wayne Gacy documentary and I'm starting to not trust anyone who wants to solicit smiles or laughter that's the problem you can't trust a comedian what's nice about a comedian though in the end is that when you meet a comedian you find out how sad they are yeah um uh, next week i will talk about this new another article from the drive that you should read honestly because both like you know my alien hackles raise and i get mad but the drive is so really much ufo footage bro it's huge but this next this story is actually very interesting and is about um, the Pentagon is acting like these the pyramid UFO that we saw last week. They're they're trying to act like they are UFOs because they are trying to cover for the fact that we have been slyly invaded by low tech style drones from other countries. This is it's a it's very complicated. Read it this is, article my- in the drive because you should read it because it really does a good idea, good job of saying. Well, this is why this whole storyline is so complicated. Isn't it just an extension of the weather balloon conversation? It is. They're just saying it's a drone. But again, if you actually, there was a great article in the Military Times talking about drone tech because let's. Uh, well, when, Disney when, in 2019, they had already, they had worked with aerospace firms mm-hmm. to create realistic uh, TIE fighter drones. Well, you so, know, they got them. What are they called? The, the Gangams? 
Whatever those big old robots are called. What? The Guggenheims? The Gundams. The There's Gundams? one, and it's more of a sculpture than anything no, else. No, it moves. It just can lift its knee. Can't even do anything but soon. Oh, soon, please, soon. But Disney showed that you can do realistic looking. They did a TIE fighter battle mm -hmm. over Disney World uh, like three year, three years ago when it, when the, With the Star Wars World came out. With tangible light. Yes, they are actual TIE fighter shaped drones. But what they did was they showed it. Basically, the human eye can be fooled very uh, easily. Yes, it can. And it's, it's just important to add that into your uh, reasons why there are weird things in the sky. Because they also could be designed to specifically look weird so that when you looked at them, you would think that it's a UFO. I would say push back slightly on the drone conversation. The U.S. drones are the best drones in the world. Look no further than when one of our drones went down, I believe, in Iran. And they were absolutely, well, they, they got the drone back. But our tech is so high when it yes. comes to the drone. I can't imagine a foreign country putting a drone over our White House because that is literally Independence Day. If they were alien, they would explode. No, the White it's House. weird. It would be a massive red flag, yes. and I think the U.S. military would scramble a whole it's, boatload of planes. It's fucking, so who knows? It's very, very complicated. And that's why you look at it and you wonder like how they can use... It's more about showing how they can use these storylines and the media to like fuck with you no matter what side of the story they're on. Yeah, it isn't. Endlessly fascinating stuff with the uh, disclosure and how the Pentagon is uh, angling the conversation. But next week, I'll, I'll do some more UFOs. Okay, stories. great. Well, let's just hop into Hero of the Week, shall we? This week's Hero of the Week is a man you probably heard of him. He was a big old basketball player. I believe he has four rings. Uh, it is Shaquille O'Neal. He pays off an engagement ring for a fan because, quote, he's just trying to make people smile. Yes, I know I just said you shouldn't trust anyone who wants to make people smile. You did. But you know what? Shaq is cool. Shaq is cool. <laughs> so Shaq, that's very nice of you. And it's not just Shaq that's Hero of the Week, but anyone who gives and does nice things for people, you're the Hero of the Week. So this is what Shaq had to say during Wednesday's NBA on TNT, which is a fantastic show because I love Kenny, J J I love Kenny the Jet, Charles Barkley. I love that entire crew. This is what he says. Shaq says, I seen a guy come in. He was just so shy. And he was saying, hey, how much do I owe to pay off my ring? And then obviously Shaq was at a jewelry store. And then Shaq says, you know what, buddy? Don't worry about it. Wow. So that's just a nice thing that wow, he was able to him. do. And, um, and there was also that guy who saved the family from a fire. Yeah. But uh, did he uh, did he help? Is he Shaq? To... No, he's not. No, he is. Welcome not. to the land of branding. Absolutely. That's how it goes. Um, so he humbly insisted the gesture wasn't something new, and in fact was similar to acts of kindness that he strives to perform. Quote every day. Isn't that nice to have that much money? It is because then you can give it away. This is also that this is why it's one of those stories that we're all we're all supposed to be like, thank you, capitalism, for giving us this one man who spent his money. Oh this my God. one man who'll do it. Well, many men do it. They do. Yeah, many people do. Uh, Charles yeah. Barkley is quite uh, quite giving with his money. I buy someone, uh, once a week, I buy someone the Starbucks behind me. <laughs> in the, <laughs> the, the, the drive-thru, yeah, I do. And I don't ask for thanks. I would just be uncomfortable. I'd be like, did you poison it? I always anyway. look to see if it's a family. I never do it for a solo man. I only ever do it for if it's a family. I try to do it if it's a family, or if I try to do it if it's an old woman. I just feel like if I got that, I'd be like, ah, yes, he's trying to make amends with the Lord. He must have done something horrible. Yes. 
Yeah. All right. So there you go, Shaquille O'Neal. And anyone out there who helps anyone out there when it comes to, uh, we'll say, financial need, because that's the premise of the week with the conversation there when it comes to Shaq. So there you go, Shaq. Congrats. Here we go. Here's some listener emails. These are both two emails about prisoner gimmicks, which I think it's really fun. Uh, Gentlemen, good day to you. I'm inquiring about your latest side stories regarding prison gimmicks. I'm just from the outside of Detroit, and coincidentally, the Tickle Me Elmo fucker was at the home of my girlfriend's sister's friend. What? Yep, that's great. What do you mean? Yep, he was there. Uh, That's the guy. That he that was the inspector. He was in there. Okay. Um, also, the the person that uh, posted the prancer uh, video, the who posted the prancer like post, whatever it is. Yeah. That, yeah. that also was a listener. Uh, her name is Hot Little Mongoose. Hot Little Mongoose. Fantastic. Um, Thank you. Here we go. Anyways, back to the gimmicks. Uh, while, while you're locked up, now I did county time for a second DUI, but I did a full year. Not let me, let, not fun. Let me tell you. Nope. But hey, man, it made me appreciate my freedom. First off, from the moment you were booked, you were profiled by inmates. I came in with long hair and a beard, and the first thing I heard in booking was, "Oh man, they done arrested Jesus," Woo! and that stuck for a long time. I was Jesus. I became weed Jesus once my profession was known. Um, <laughs> gimmicks are simple in the joint, simple and elegant, like the Jew who plays chess or the young. <laughs> crew the white kid who killed his girlfriend in a car accident or just specific crimes like dog thief dog thief wife beater there was also a dude i worked out with everyone called the russian who is not russian in fact he was from yemen he just had an accent and the russian stuck i became a trustee because it knocks time off and it gives you something to do my job about halfway through my stint was changed to food server at the two most violent blocks of the main jail these dudes were the real creepy fox heading upstate or to the fed pens there my name was hollywood there were several reasons why the inmates would scream hollywood at me whilst pouring their powered milk i like to think it was because i'm charming and handsome like a movie star yeah it was actually probably because i'm a bit eccentric and wiry and all of those big mean men wanted to fuck me and oh. all my beautiful hollywood holes at the end oh. of my stint i became the preacher because every night i would shout of the glories of satan and how he's the true savior of the criminal if you're a sinner you're a winner down in hell that was a big tagline that piqued the interest of my surrounding bunkmates okay that was probably my favorite gimmick uh, it got people to laugh or hate me and i like and i like to make people laugh so i stuck with that one Anyways, I love you guys so much, and thank you for doing the show. Well, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully, the lesson learned on the DUIs. Be very safe out there. The last thing you would ever want to do is hurt somebody else. Absolutely. Don't drink and drive. Uh, And the other guy, he said the big thing he got through jail was because he had long hair. A guy called him Cobain, and they played cards with him every day. You know, That's all you got to do. You got to have one little bit. I don't know what the frame of reference for me would be. Maybe like- Big guy. Big guy. Big guy, tall man. Go- I yeah probably I mean what would you, what what are you in jail for? Uh, what would I go to jail for? What's uh, it, what do you think? It would, would be probably an, it be? would be a mistake. I mean honestly, they call me the accountant. The account. Oh honestly, drinking and driving and accidentally hurting someone. Sure. That's a very plausible. Oh yeah, Swervy McSwerve. Swervy McSwerve. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. sure, absolutely. We'll be careful out there. Also, speaking of Tall Man, I did just finish the entire Phantasm series. It's great. I finally watched All the of last the episode. Are great. Ravager. Yes. Did you see Ravager? No, I actually don't think I have Ravager, Ravager. from 2016. I recommend. I I, I recommend. I recommend. Because I'm with you. I'll watch it. The actors actually age they pretty good. They're not that bad. They're very funny because you just get to watch them age in real time. Oh, it's so great. So anyway, uh, check well, out Phantasm. Make sure you live your life every day knowing that you can't you can't drink and drive. 
but you can drink and sit. Can you, what if you have one of those automated cars? Although oh, they just got into a car accident. Who knows, sit in Never. the back. That's always throws your keys in the back seat. That's what I heard. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that is true. I actually don't think that you can do that. So sit at home and drink and laugh and laugh and laugh at how the world goes whizzing by when you're just spinning, sitting in a chair. Mm -hmm. And then love the fact that no matter what, the best part about a beer at home is it makes your seat a little bit more fun. But some people, you are locked into alcoholism and you can't drink anymore. Snap and for those, out of it. For those, I mean, you could snap out of it. Or I would say to you, you know what I think that you'd like? I think you'd like fucking get back into Eggos. Remember the frozen oh waffles? Oh my god, let go of it, please. Yeah. I'll fucking kill you and your entire family if it's you don't better. let go of my ego. Yeah, that was the original. They added it to just let go of my ego. For time. Of course. Commercials are so short. All right, everyone. Yes, be safe. Take care of yourself. If you're looking to get healthier now that the world's starting to open up, I know uh, people are out there running around again. We can't wait. And Cannot yeah, wait. Take care of yourself because we have a busy life ahead of us. Okay, everyone. Hail yourself. Hail Satan. Magustalajro. Hail me. Mm -hmm. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Yeah!